Hey, it's, it's Amy Bertries, one of the coaches here at um, in room one, and I'm here with the best mom ever. So I renamed <laughs> you for that. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, if you hear them in the background, you'll you'll know why. Yes. We'll, we'll try it. <laughs> I'm, it's going to be fine, I'm sure. We all have, I mean, a lot of us have kids and, and, you know, you're just kind of showing how you get it done. And so I think that's why the first thing that popped in my head is best mom ever. We get it done. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> We're going to just go right, outside. How can I you today? Come on, let's go. Um, uh, while I was thinking about uh, different things, I have like two topics, I think that I, I I'm not sure which way to go with it. Um, but uh, I think there's the problem of the surgeon mom, the thought of, I have no friends. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you have a weekend off. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, here we are again. <laughs> it's me and the two-year-old uh, husband's at work. So that like terrible thought, which is not really a work thought, but it's a common, I think, life thought maybe. Um, it's totally and, like, a common just, thought. What the heck do you do about that when you're in your late 30s? or 40s yeah. or whatever, you know, um, and not exactly a helpful thought either. Um, it's probably not true, but it's sort of true. Um, and then the other thing was, um, so like social media, I guess. Um, and I've been, I think, I don't know, I've been on this thing enough. You probably know, like, you know, I have a young child and I'm pregnant and like sleeping at night is really bad. And ever since I had my first child, I can't, I don't sleep as well, <laughs> obviously, but I've like end up being on Facebook or like mindlessly scrolling and it makes it so much worse. Mm -hmm. And so I almost felt like addicted to it or I do actually I mean I don't really have any other major addictions I don't really drink that much I don't smoke I don't you know watch porn like I don't have many, any addictions but like I feel like this is if there was one this would be it yeah I'll help you I think you know both of these are I think somewhat related um, in yeah. the fact that, you know, in one way, it sounds like you feel like, you know, here we go again. I'm here by myself. I'm here with my son. I have no friends. Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into social media where there's like millions of people and they will keep me company. And the problem right. is, is, of course, is that, you know, it's, it's a, it can also be a toxic wasteland. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, oh, yeah, that just doesn't really serve you that well, I suppose, and keeps you sort of from like meeting actual people. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll help you. I'll help you. But anyway, so that's been on my mind a lot. And so but kind of relating it to surgery is, um, you know, I always used to, I, I always sleep with the phone right next to me. And and as a surgeon, I feel like I do feel some obligation to do that um, mm -hmm. because, um, you know, even if I'm not on call, I'll often have people that are post-ops um, that, you know, nurses are calling you about and stuff like that. It's not super frequent, but I'd say at least, you know, once every two weeks or so, which to me seems fairly frequent. Um so anyways, uh, I've always felt this obligation really to be available, be available, be available all the time, even mm -hmm. at night. And so that was my excuse, like, 
have to have the phone by the bed. But then obviously you're sleeping, you wake up, you can't fall back asleep. You start like, you know, buying shit online, whatever it is, you know. And then <laughs> um, an hour goes by and, and, and that. So I'm just sort of kind of been like, I don't know, reevaluating that thought. <laughs> like, do I have to have it there? someone else is on call I mean the weeks I'm on call yes I do have to have a phone that because that's my job to answer the phone (laughs) but when I'm not on call which is you know at least a half of the month right then um do I really need it and can I trust my partners or whatever to be like you know to take care of it or should I is that wrong yeah. So it's interesting, you know, it's almost like the, um, I think if we were to like, look at the thought model here, this particular instance is, you know, the circumstances yeah. thrown by the bed, you know? And so like your thoughts of this, you know, having this phone by your bed, um, what are the thoughts that come up for you? Like, so you're kind of questioning whether you should have this, um, on there. Um, and so like, what are the thoughts that you have? Like the phone is next to you. What are the thoughts that are going through your head? Um, well, I, the uh, the thoughts going through my head. Um, well, just I feel like um, I or I, uh, the thoughts going through my head. Um, it's I'm always connected. Mm-hmm. Um, never relaxed. You know, never just focusing on sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that I I have to be available to um people um but then I just like I almost don't trust myself you know just like just like an alcoholic or you know what I mean like you know it's there and you're I didn't really think about it that way and kind of drastically like that until this last week because I was just like a zombie during the day (laughs) yeah yeah I mean like, so you have the phone by your bed and, you know, all these thoughts that are going through your head is like, you know, it has, it's kind of like, it has to be there. You know, I'm always connected. Um, there was a little thought that you had before about like, can I trust my partners to take care of my folks? Um, and, you know, so it seems like, like the phone is just there, like, like speaking to you in some ways. Um, like, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, you know, I'm, I'm totally with you on, on this too. I, you know, honestly, I'm really glad that you brought this up because I think that there's so many of your topics here too, that I feel myself, and I know other fe- people feel as well. Whereas you have this phone, you're connected to everyone. So in, you have the power then to check on everything, check on other people, you know, you don't have to like release trust to anyone because you could, if you tried and they'll be available mm-hmm. if you have. So, um, and then also when you're feeling lonely, or a little unsatisfied, you don't, I'm not sure why I'm unsatisfied. I'll just pick up the phone and see, you know? Um, so there's always someone who's there, but in some ways it's, you know, somewhat of a hollow, um, uh, hollow companion. Would you agree? Yes, for sure. Because when you, um, like if you were to pick up one of these, I know that like, certainly one of the, the, actions or the, the result, I should say, the result that seems to be, you know, bothering you a little bit um, is you not focusing on sleep, um, but also is it this feeling of addiction? Like, what is the thing that bothers you most, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's really the main thing because I know it just seems like a, a waste, a total waste of time. Mm-hmm. And I know it 
doesn't serve me well, but I still do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nevertheless. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure there's studies out there that it's just like, you know, playing the lotto or whatever. It's kind of like a sort of dopamine, uh, release of sorts, you know? So anyways, um, uh, I just want to be, I guess, more conscious of that and, or, and I, I, the only way to, that I can see to do that is to like, just put the phone out of the room and sort of like, like, you know, just like removing alcohol from your house. Like you just don't have the temptation at least to start. I don't know, but maybe I can find an alternative, but things like reading a book or, you know, that's kind of hard when you're, can't just turn on the the light you know your partner is sleeping Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so anyways well there's like you know it's interesting because I think the very first thing that we need to do when we have this action that we're trying to stop is what are we seeking from that in the first place so with that yeah I think that that is where I think the two um, issues that you have are actually really related right and so what is it that you're seeking from the phone yeah. Um, well, I, I can tell you when it started, it was just, um, I, I just, uh, um, cause, cause I was, I had my first child and I was just extremely like lonely and, um, my mind was wandering and it's like a way to focus your mind, I guess, right. on something, anything <laughs> other mm-hmm. than wandering, wandering yeah. mind. Um, when your mind wandered, what, um, what are the things that came up for you? Oh, I like, uh, well, how unhappy I, was. <laughs> you know, you're just like trying to survive when you're, you're a new parent, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's uh, explore that. Like, what are the things that made you unhappy? And, and like I said, you know, feel free to share all the things. Cause I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm, boy. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I guess I'm anonymous. Uh, br- uh, breastfeeding was horrible. Um, you know, it's like almost painful. Um, well, it was painful. Here, I'll help you, buddy. Um, but like, I don't know. I've always had this nagging feeling of like, you know, and I think a lot of people do of like, you know, what's your what's your purpose and what, you know, like, why are we even here? You know, I mean, I think about everything. I don't know. Climate change. I think about my marriage. I think about um, my kid and why he's good for everybody else and dad for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you mean sorry, by that? It's a little hard to, <laughs> yeah. hard to I'm, I'm semi distracted here. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, I know. But, um, what do you mean by, uh, you mean by like my child or yeah, you mentioned that my kid is good for everyone else, but not me. Oh, oh, he's, I don't know. I, uh, he's, he's, uh, super, my nanny, you know, super sweet for my nan, our nanny. And, uh, oh, you mean like and behavior he's good, good at school. Yeah. Behavior. Yeah. But he's like, <laughs> I, he's challenging for me. Uh, very, um, and you know, we, we just, um, I don't see him much, you know, I'll see him for a half an hour, or maybe an hour in the morning. And then I see him two hours in the evening and, that's it. So I think he expects a lot from me in that two hours. And I am like tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, anyways, so that's 
all normal stuff, I think. You know, this is all normal. It just doesn't make it any easier. So it sounds like you have, you know, like your busy surgery job where yeah. even after hours, you're worried a little bit about whether your partner is taking care of stuff. And now right. you come home to the child who's good for everybody else, but now like expects a lot of you too. So you have work running in your mind and then you have this child running your mind and the things that your brain is offering you is saying, well, he's good for everybody else. Why isn't he good for me? And, you know, he expects a lot from me. And, um, and then like, what is my purpose anyway? Because I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And, you know, it, it seems like there's like an underlying dissatisfaction with both. Right. Um, yeah. And, no, that's a shame because you know I don't I, I wish that it wasn't that it didn't feel that way um yeah um and I've almost chalked it up to my personality a little bit I'll say that you know like this underlying dissatisfaction like well maybe this is just the way I am <laughs> maybe I should be okay with that <laughs> so yeah it's so interesting because I mean I think that you'll I'm sure you've been around long enough to know that everyone has this so you have like the work guilt the mom yeah. guilt, and then you personalize it, say, ah, that's just all my fault anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's my fault. I just, I think my, um, I don't know. I see a lot, I've, I've, having talked to a lot of people and, and you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I know a lot of people and they, they, they um, you know, like some people are inherently a little negative and some people are inherently a little positive and you know, we can all be both, but I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here. I just, this is great. <laughs> I just hate to, um, I don't want to be negative and I want to have something that I like to do. And, and, you know, and that right now, I don't know if that's like the time, this is the time in my life where there's a lot of time for, for me, um, to, to do that. Um, to like, just take, you know, like, for example, just, just, like literally take a weekend off <laughs> and just like not do anything, including childcare. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Why not but, do that? Um, well, you know, I don't know, like from a practical standpoint, it's, it just, just doesn't seem practical um, right now uh, because I, again, I don't see my child much during the week and I feel I, I do think it's important you know I do value I, I love him I value our time together so like to take that little bit of time that we have and then be like okay mommy's leaving almost seems more trouble than it's worth you know like I'm gonna I'll be feel bad the entire time slash you know reality is I would need to you know have you know pay my nanny an exorbitant amount of money to basically stay with them all weekend. <laughs> you know, I don't really have anybody else. And my husband is, well, you know, he's, he's working. He works a lot on the weekends. So your husband works on the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Often. He's kind of in my boat too. He, he's in medicine too. So, you know, so. it seems like it's so interesting. Like when you when you, I like this one exercise you talk about your chief complaint. Like what are the things that you don't like? And then you uh -huh. turn it into a request and then you turn it into your greatest desire. Um, so it seems like the, you know, the, the chief complaint you have is like, I never have any time to myself. 
which if you look at the facts of your life, that's actually true, right? Yeah, right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and so like when we take the chief complaint, which is not complaining, by the way, this, yeah. <laughs> the chief complaint is like, like, what is the thing that I'm, you know, that bothers me the most, if I were going to be a, you know, a, a physician and address my own, you know, issues, like my, my main problem is that I don't have any time to myself. And when you look at the facts of the matter, if you gather the data, you work, when you come home, you're with your, your child and you're, you're kind of trapped in this the only, the only free time that you have seems to be at night with your phone, which, you know, does a couple things. It's, um, yes. you know, that it's like the, the actual light that studies have shown keep you up. It stimulates your brain right. at a time when you don't need it to be stimulated. It like leads you into these dopamine hits, which can help, but the problem with these dopamines rush in and then they wash out. And so what you're left is, you know, kind of right. the hollow thing and never getting what you want in the first place. I think, yeah, you pretty much hit, hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah. This limited time. And then you squander it. And I see, I see my husband do it too. Not, not necessarily, he's not quite as social media addicted as I am, but like he does it in other ways. So like, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. He's, (laughs) we, uh, we definitely, we squander the time we have and that drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just trying to like, how can I organize my life so that I don't have, like, I, I like work. I, if I didn't work, I don't know what I would do, <laughs> you know? And I, I don't want to give it up, but I also don't want to be, you know, doing a bypass until 7.30 PM on a Friday night when I'm not on call, which is what I did yesterday, mm. you know? And, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no. So anyways, well, how can I like how to switch that? So I think that is really like where I'm, I feel like it's like the big thing because there's a lot of little things, but the big thing is that like I have certain, you know, like what do you really want and how can you structure your job so that it works for you and not against you? And is that even possible with what I'm currently doing? It is so, 100% possible. Um, there's a couple things like, you know, the, the, the chief complaint meaning I don't have any time for myself, what, that when we look at the, the facts of the case is actually true. Um, and then the, you know, the, so you turn that chief complaint into a request and a request is I want some time to myself. And you trying to fulfill that request by, you know, filling time with a phone, but then you know that it's hollow. So in the end, it's like, this is still not time to yourself. You kind of tell yourself it's squandering and things like that. Um, but if you turn that, that, that request, like I want time to myself and to your greatest mm-hmm. desire, it's like, I need to carve out some time that's just for me, that's not squandered, that lets me find myself a little bit so I can start to trust myself to, mm-hmm. um, to you know, live a little bit more in my purpose. Um, and so that, that is kind of where you're going. It's like, if you kind of focus on the, uh, I don't have any time, like, well, why do you want the time? You know, if you keep asking yourself, why do you want the time? So I know that you mentioned something is like, you know, I don't have any friends. So because you don't have time for friends, um, you know, I don't leave time, you know, I don't leave any time that I don't squander because I feel like I don't deserve the time and guessing, I feel like I I can't have the time. So I'm stealing it from sleep, which is leaving me exhausted, which is kind of like feeding this dissatisfaction cycle of like, well, I gave myself time and I just squandered it. 
um, which is, you know, also just kind of like not giving yourself any credit. That's not about right. right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and so, and then the, the so you, you're asking yourself, how do I get that time back? And, you know, I, I see this a lot. Um, and I think it's just, is really kind of conceptualizing the idea of being a reactor to your life and being the creator uh-huh. of your life. Um, yeah. And yeah. the problem is, is I think that you're kind of giving a little bit into the all or nothing aspect uh, that we do for self-sabotage. Like I have to work all the time or I have to take an entire weekend off and I can't possibly do that. So um, that's one thing. And if one thing, you know, could you possibly take a weekend off? Um, from like childcare? Yeah. I don't think that, that necessarily, I mean, I guess I could. Well, do you have to take an entire weekend off? Maybe you're just yeah, not ready for that and that's okay. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I can definitely take a couple hours for sure. Mm-hmm. That's doable. Rather than just like deciding I'm going to do this thing is really deciding why, what do I really need? I need just little carvings out of time to myself and, you know, my obligations of work and, and home life is that maybe I can carve some time into both of these um, because you can like, think about it. If you were to take off, you know, I wrote this article on growth days. If you were to take like one day off of work, like one day in like the 30 days that you have in a month or 31 days, if you take just one day off of clinic or the OR, how much of an effect would that have in your job? Um, I don't think it would have a whole lot of effect because, you know, uh, no, I, I really don't. I don't think one day would, would not a ton. I can tell you that, you know, I've done this for myself, um, right? I told myself I'd take off two days in a month, just randomly throughout the week. You know, I just planned not to have a clinic, not to have an OR. And I just did whatever I wanted because I was in the same position that you were of feeling a little bit of a loss of, I want to get some time back, you know, like I want to be a good surgeon and I want to be a good mother but there is something that's missing. It's that the, the sense of isolation is not, is I think very, very common. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of our dissatisfaction comes from is that we are serving so many people for so long. We have forgotten to serve ourselves. Yeah. And you just don't feel like you're like a human, (laughs) like you're just kind of a robot, you know, you go to work, uh, you, you know, you, you come home, you do like this schedule of things that you do every night for two hours. And it's like, is this it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, but if you were to kind of put yourself in the position of, you know, a a thought, like, I'm just going to offer you a couple of thoughts to keep in mind is that I am the leader of my life, which means that I can start determining when I need to take it off because I'm a priority too. Mm-hmm. When you, and I can, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I can say for sure that I've definitely been, or like I'm a reactor. Like, in fact, I've always, and it's, I don't know, I, I used, I think of myself as kind of a worker bee. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's my personality. And I, 
I'm almost embarrassed to say that. <laughs> like, would probably call myself a worker bee, but like, you know, that's that's not really a, maybe a great thought to have. Well, because <laughs> instead you can rephrase of that. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, instead of kind of being like you said, like the kind of creator, like I've just never, despite the fact that I've ended up, you know, being successful and doing these things, quote unquote, um, I'm not very goal directed. I've kind of let life happen to me a little bit, Mm -hmm. which I don't love that about me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what if you were to like take all these things as observations? Because I think the one thing is that the more, and I think this happens the older that we get, we start to get to know ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately we look back and get very judgy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. because, you know, for, for, you can say like, I'm a worker bee. If you turn that phrase around and say, I'm a surgeon, I get things done. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, essentially. Um, yeah. I guess I, I just, yeah, I, I, I would love to be more goal directed. I, I like saw your sheets that you post online. I was like, Oh, great. I'm going to write a goal, but then I never did. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's, that's ooh, don't throw that rock. Yikes. Maybe, you know, the, the, just to say, I've, I've never been taught how to manage a goal before. And also yeah. goal is, is you make a decision. This is something I'm going to do. And then you wake up each day and say, I have that goal in mind. That's like literally all that you have to do. And I'm going to decide that it's worth the investment. And I'm going to spend a certain amount of time with it. And you kind of keep it in the forefront of, of just, you know, kind of making yourself, even if you don't necessarily want to look at it, just say like, you know, let's, let's actually just go through it. Um, let's come up with a, um, an idea, like some of the thoughts that come up with it, about it too. If you were to pick something that you want to do in the month of October, um, <laughs> and you don't have to, we can actually come up with several and let's just pick one because, you know, it's, it's normal to have a several things that kind of come up for you. So if you were to pick like yeah. one thought to discard one action to do, what one thing would you want to do in the month of October? Um, let's see. Well, uh, I, I guess going back to the 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 phone, <laughs> like kind of that time waste, I would love to just get rid of that um, and be have that be a goal because I think that would help me out a lot. And I do. I've always believed in um, sounds so cliche, but like exercise. And I don't do it anymore, and I haven't since I had a you know had my child. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure that I feel a lot better but getting started has been an issue so that's kind of one thing um that's a me goal I guess mm-hmm. more than anything um and then um well so I'm, I'll throw a couple out but I mean, I yeah know, please like, obviously but like financial like I was listening to Vonda Wright you know getting your financial house in order mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so that's another it almost seems overwhelming but um, you know, I take care of the finances for us, basically. And um, also, that's something that I wish that I was just more organized about. Um, so that I would never so that I have that peace of mind. And I know, oh, you know, if I took 
an extra month off for maternity leave, it wouldn't be a big deal or, oh no, I really can't do that. Let's, let me just go back to work. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I have no idea. I have no idea. So that's always an undercurrent um, for me. So those are kind of, I don't know, to me, they seem like all big things, but. Well, and that's the whole reason why you haven't done any of them, right? Because when you sit down, like, whoa, that's way too much. I'm not not even going to touch that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, oh, I need it. So this is what I'll do. Let me tell you, this is exactly what I do. Okay, well, I need to get my finances in order and I need to know, like I have a spreadsheet or I don't know, whatever, whatever it is that people do. I have no idea. My family never did it. I have no idea. So anyways, you know, I'm like, anyways, I, I need a desk. We moved recently. I don't have a desk. I, our, our envelopes are just everywhere. You know, they're in various places. I kind of, I, then I'm like, oh, I don't have my passwords. I, so there's just like so many things, you know, how do I even log into my retirement account? It's going to take me an hour just to figure out how to log in. Mm-hmm. I'll start making all these excuses and then there you go. Yeah. So, and your brain's and like, kind of, that sucks. <laughs> Let's not do that at all. <laughs> Let's not, let me just do something a little easier. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, I'm identifying some barriers here, which are all sort of dumb really yeah all you need is one folder right i, I will tell you with 100 percent certainty there is none of this that you have mentioned that i haven't thought of myself uh, with 100 <laughs> percent certainty and you know and the thing is is that as my finances have become more complicated then it gets a little bit more overwhelming and let me let's you know there's lots of things on here that are action oriented i want mm-hmm. to start with a thought that you could cultivate this month of october um of like, I am the leader of my time. Yeah. I determine, I determine what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And How I can, about that? um, I, I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's better. That's just a better thought to tell yourself for sure. <laughs> for yeah. sure. And I do think it works. I, I believe in this because, and you know, obviously I like, you know, things that y'all have suggested before, like, you know, in the OR, I can figure this out. I can figure this out, like make that your thought instead of like, what, you know, damn this patient, whatever, this is so hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I can figure this out. So like, yeah, okay, I like this. Yeah, because, you know, that actually solves, then you don't, you don't focus necessarily on tasks because I think that's where we go wrong with the, the A-line coaching or just actions. Like, well, just put your phone somewhere here and put this here. You know, those are kind of like actions, but it never gets really to the problem. The problem is you don't feel in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you wake up saying, I am the leader of my day. And <laughs> that's, that's one thing is that you start to give your power back. You start to trust yourself a little bit more because mm-hmm. you can, you can decide exactly what you to do in the next five minutes. You can say like this, this calls terrible off. <laughs> <laughs> you could say like, you know, okay, after this call, I'm going to do these things, you know, because I am the leader of my time. I'm given 24 hours a day. And I'm going to determine, and, and you can start thinking like, what are the thoughts I'm going to tell myself? I can determine what I'm going to do today. I can determine what's important today. You know, I can determine how I want to show up for this interaction. Um, like when it comes to your son, like if he's not behaving, I'm the mother and I'm coming to this interaction saying, we're going to have fun. He's going to like it and he's going to behave. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there's something about that. I mean, you can't control other people, kids a little bit, but when you kind of go into that interaction, the, the problem sometimes is that, you know, you're looking for a break and it doesn't, you know, and so you're not maybe leading that interaction as much because in the back of your mind, there's like this, this tug of war saying, I want to be with him and I want to do this other stuff too, but I feel terrible because I want to do this other stuff. Cause I really should be really enjoying this. I really should be enjoying all this. Why am I not enjoying all this? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and these are all normal it's thoughts true, too. Yeah. You right, know, yeah. And I think it's important to pay attention to those thoughts because all that is, it is not any kind of judgment or whatever. It's just the back of our mind saying, you really need to pay attention to how you're spending your time. Um, and that's all that it's saying. It's not, you know, making you a bad mother. It's not making you like not able to control your child. It's, it was just that your brain has been screaming for a break and it's finding it and it's sabotaging you in all kinds of ways because it wants to win. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, now, if you kind of like, you know, gather this and say, I'm the leader of my time. And so then you can start to say, how are you going to spend the rest of your day? Do you think? If you could, if you could become the leader of your day, how would you spend the rest of your day? Um, I think I would, um, well, uh, no, I don't know. I, <laughs> good, good question. Um, it's all hypothetical, I guess, but I, you know, like say, you know, if you are I'm not going to check, you can make it up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is me you know, just overthinking this, but like, uh, you, if you're if you're you just do the like number one thing that you wanted to do and then the rest is kind of like well that's life <laughs> it, like yeah. don't be so judgy about you know everything it's, um it's it's so interesting like if you if you listen to how you you talk to yourself even it's so interesting like oh well you know i don't know exactly what to do and you know things like that and and it's interesting because um you know, it, it's still kind of a little bit on the reactive side of, mm -hmm. and then, you know, of course, in reaction, reactivity is like also layered with judgment just for fun. <sighs> now you can make it even easier. Like, what would you like? So you're at home with your son, right? Mm -hmm. What do you want that react, uh, that interaction to look like? Like, what is your greatest desire in interacting with your son? Um, well, I just want to go for a walk in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we, yeah, we, we just have fun when we're, when we're outside. So, you know, I don't know. I just, I just, I think what I would like it to look like is, yeah, no distractions, just me and him just hanging out. Cause that's, uh, even if it's watching TV, I guess that is a distraction in some ways, but like, I don't know. I remember my parent, like, I don't remember a lot of childhood but I remember just like hanging out on the couch with my dad watching you know MacGyver <laughs> you know these are some of my greatest memories like warm fuzzy memories you know so like just kind of not distracted from uh, like whatever you're doing doing it intentionally right you know yeah so it sounds like the greatest desire is like I want to offer my son what I had in childhood which is great memories and some of the best memories I had were just watching MacGyver or like out in the woods and things like that too. And, you know, so like going with intention is saying that, you know, what I, this is what I really want out of this interaction. And so this is what I'm going to cultivate, you know, so 
I think it's a nice day. I want to go out in the woods. You know, let's just go out in the woods. Um, and it doesn't have to be anything more than that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yep. So, and, yeah. Like what is the, what is the underlying intention? Just sometimes hard to kind of figure out, but yeah, it is. And just, just to be present, you know, and I think that, you know, we, we talk about the thought model a lot, but that one exercise that I tell you, I think really, really helps me a lot, which is basically, what do I feel the problem is? What is the request that I think to fix the problem? But really, what is my greatest desire because of that? You know, the problem is, is that I, I don't know exactly what to do. And I, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit overwhelmed with all this stuff. And I feel like I should be doing a bunch of different things. And then the thought, the, the, the request is like, I want to kind of have a little bit more intention in the day. And the ultimate desire is I want to provide a life for my son that he's going to remember, like all these memories that are being, you know, like make him feel supported, make him feel loved and, you know, give him something to remember, which is when you start asking the details, like you say, why? Because I had a good childhood, you know, why? Because my parents, they felt like they loved me. You know, I, I knew that they loved me, that kind of thing. Keep asking yourself why. So then you get down to your greatest desire and typically our greatest desire is actually very simple you know, just like this greatest desire that you mentioned today, which is just to have some intentional time with your son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is like what you could focus on today. And then this other part is that I also am important too. So that the chief complaint is like, I'm feeling, you know, kind of lonely and isolated. And, you know, the way to fix that is to have more meaningful interactions or less not meaningful interactions. Um, and then the greatest desire is to have connection to other people, but also to kind of honor myself too, is that, you know, I'm feeling like in this isolated position and not able to do things because I don't feel like I'm important in any of these things of all these priorities that I feel like are overwhelming. I'm not on that list anywhere. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, and And it kind of goes back to this cultivating thought, like I can decide what my time is. I'm the leader of this. I can be a creator of time. And so one of these focuses is how do I create time for myself? So what are some ways that you can create time just for yourself? Um, You kind of have to block it out, I guess. I, I mean, I do think like, you know, taking taking a day, I mean, like literally yeah, on Wednesday, I thought, oh, I just, I don't even know if I can get up. <laughs> I feel, I felt sick. I felt so bad. I wish that I had had like, you know, just a day off. But um, So yeah, I think, think maybe like creating that instead of being reactive. I mean, I still went into work. I still did everything, but like, you know, had I not had a full clinic and everything and the job that I have, I probably wouldn't have, I would have called off. And that's like a very reactive thing rather than a proactive thing. Um, so doing that, um, I guess. And then, I don't know. It seems like the time that you have is really in the mornings. Um, and I've, um, I don't know, um, kind of maybe just kind of carving that hour off for a while I couldn't get it because my child was waking up super early but now I you know for the next three months anyways I can you know between six and seven or five thirty and six thirty there is time there you know to 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 take that instead of 
squandering the time. Like that's what I'm doing, you know, instead of squandering that time, I am awake. Um, you know, I can do whatever it is. I don't know, like be intentional. Yeah. Um, things that I wanted to do exercise or it's hard to get up and want to do your finances. (laughs) Well, it's it's hard if if you're telling yourself, I have to get all my finances in order. There's what I would recommend is not to break it down into like the smallest steps possible. Like, you know, today I'm going to carve out just enough time to figure out how to log into my retirement account. I mean, I'm going to, that is all I'm going to do. I'm not going to try anything else. Um, and then you just do like one task um, that doesn't feel overwhelming, that doesn't make you feel terrible. But if you think about it, like if you do one small task a day, by seven days, you'll have done seven tasks. I think that we, we underestimate how much we can get by with little itty bitty things a day. Um, I would recommend getting like, you can get like a, a box or some area where the finance stuff is and just say, I'm going to pick one discrete thing to do, a login, and that's it. And the next day is to say, I'm, you know, maybe I'll pull up the, the statement or something like that. You know, the, um, like, what do you have to do and what could get by? Like, if you're not living paycheck to paycheck, you don't have to necessarily look at anything in great detail at this time. Um, but you could maybe move towards that. Like, so the, the next thought is that maybe having some vague idea about my income and expenses will let me know if I do have that, you know, FU bank account that, uh, that Vonda and Kelly were talking about, you <laughs> yeah. know, which, because it really, what it is, is that what traps us is uncertainty and not knowing. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know, the problem with hearing a statement like that is like, all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, do I have enough, you know? Um, and this helped me a year ago when I went into um, private practices, I was like, you know, can I make a job switch? This is exactly what, you know, Vonda was talking about. It's like, you're like, well, I can't make a switch. And then we looked down, I was like, oh my gosh, I could probably live, live on our savings for like a year. And so I, I can make the change, um, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Uh, yeah. So you start to realize it gives you power to have that knowledge. Um, and so but I think the problem, and, and I, I do this a lot myself too, is taking a look at everything as a whole and then your brain shuts down. Like, I can't possibly do all that. We shouldn't even try. Yep. Yep. Then, or like I tell myself, and this is true for studying too, like I'm going to study all day, which is like so pointless because for one thing, it's not an efficient way to go. And the, the second thing is that, you know, it just gives you too much free reign to waste time. And so instead of saying, I'm going to sit down for 30 minutes and I'm going to write down all the things I need to do for finance, you know, I don't, I'm not going to feel pressured to do anything, but it's those discrete times because then you become the leader of your time. I'm going to sit down for 30 minutes and I'm going to do, write down everything I need to do with no obligation. I'm just going to get it all down because, and then once I finish that 30 minutes and that list of tasks, then I'm going to give myself a break. And so if you think about that, like you have your child, if, if you can keep him entertained for some period of time, maybe 30 minutes is too much. It's like, I'm going to do 10 minutes. I'm going to have a, my journal. Yeah. I'm going to write down things for 10 minutes. And I'm going to take a deep breath. And what I'm going to do before I finish, I'm going to decide one thing I'm going to do tomorrow. 
Yeah. Yeah. That seems manageable. I think I've been thinking about it in like all or none sabotage land. Um, like, Oh, I need to, I need to spend an hour, <laughs> you know, an hour of me time, but really, yeah. Like uh, half an hour seems more reasonable um, yeah. just to kind of um, focus on um, focus on goals. Like what, what are the, what are the goals? Um, because I do have the, capacity and the power to to lead that and I see that I mean I definitely feel better now than I did a year ago or two years ago for sure for sure so like little little things here and there like investing in me and I don't know just yeah some circumstances and things that I feel like I've stood up for myself or you know like so I know I have I know I can do it um and, and it's just been, you know, like, like a lot of women, you know, you kind of get a little overwhelmed and take a back seat when you, when you have a lot of competing interests. Because the, <laughs> the things we're failing at seem to be more in our face than the things that we're succeeding at. Because yeah. you just yeah. now offered yourself, I've actually made a lot of progress in the last year. Um, but if, unless you intentionally look at that, then the only thing that's in the forefront are the things that your brain is offering that's immediate. Like, oh my gosh, like all these, like, you know, catastrophizing black and white thinking, all these other things that offers you. Mm-hmm. But when you're intentional right. too, you know, part of your one hour is that I'm, you know, I want to develop the relationship with myself, which means that I'm going to give myself permission to do anything that I want in this hour. And I'm going to try to be intentional about it. Um, meaning that I'm going to decide ahead of time what I'm going to do, but then also if I, if I decide not to do it, that's okay. Cause it's my time, you know? Um, but you start building that relationship and building that skill set, that skill set of saying, I can decide what I'm going to do. Um, mm-hmm. and I can quit what I want to do. If I like my reasons, those are my two things that I do. Cause the problem is if you're fixed to say, I will do this when it comes around, you're like, Oh crap, I don't want to do it. Now I feel like terrible. Now I'm a failure because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Uh, <laughs> right. <And so> the, <laughs> but you can change. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we give people in our life the, the, you know, grace to change all the time. You know, all the I time. gave myself a directive then too. It's like, I have to like my reasons. And so that's yes. different. Like if I get up in the morning and I, and I told myself I was going to walk or go for, you know, a run and I get up and I don't feel like doing it. Like, what is my reason? Well, I want to drink more coffee. Well, that's a crappy reason. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I yeah. woke up and it's like, I really want to do this instead. And this is more important for my day. That's a uh-huh. better reason. And so, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just, yeah. Like, I don't know, physically, you just don't feel like you can do it, I guess. But I don't know if that's a good reason or not. But well it, it you know it depends and it really just depends on the moment. Sometimes I do that too. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of thing I think they talked about it at Atomic Ham, uh, Habits and Brooke did as well, which is like, you know what I'm gonna do tomorrow? I'm just gonna put my shoes on. And <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna and then like once you put your shoes on like okay I'm just gonna go for two minutes. You know and then letting yourself like and if at two minutes you want to stop stop. You know, it's really yeah. just saying like, I don't have to do 30 minutes right now, but I do want to do two minutes and I can, you, you choose to stop and you choose not to. Um, mm-hmm. So I think stop making tasks overwhelming and make them more achievable. 
then it starts to give you the evidence that you can achieve over time. Um, because, you know, the one thing that these, the, the several kind of models that we've kind of gone through um, have a similar theme, which is that if I do it, if I make it all or nothing, I'm never going to do it. So I need to make it not all or nothing with maybe discrete steps that are achievable. And I start building this evidence that I, ah, yes, I can determine my day. You know, I can take that time off and be okay with it. Um, and I can start, I'm going to look at this, you know, you start at a day at a time. I'll look at today and how can I carve, you know, 10 minutes of time to do this, the login. And you know, what I found kind of interesting too, is just out of curiosity for myself, I'll look and see how much time takes me to help the next time. And so, um, I've had, you know, trouble with logins before too. So what I do is like each month I tell myself, I'm going to log into all of my accounts. I have it all in one place. Um, and so then like, I kind of build evidence for myself. I know I can do this because I do this every month, you know, um, and it only okay. takes a few minutes. Um, but I wouldn't start with all of the accounts now. I would just start with one and like, Oh, it took like 10 minutes. So maybe tomorrow I'll carve out like 15, maybe I could like, or, or 20 and I'll, I'll knock out two. And so by the end of the week, you, you may have all your accounts in order. And it's something that you achieved over the course of a week in very little time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But really, yeah, it's just, it's the, it's not focusing on the task because honestly, the task does not matter as much as the intention of, I am the leader of my time. I can, I can determine how to spend my time. Um, And so to offer you like, um, you know, I would gather that um, the October um, like monthly checklist and fill out those questions and you're welcome to take the thought or a different one um, and just say, what am I intentionally going to do each day? And kind of just limit it to one thing, um, like one thought or one, um, and it could be like one thought that leads to one action. Like I'm not going to have my phone at the bedside, but really ask yourself why, why would you not want that on there? And what is your greatest desire of not having that phone at the, uh, the bedside, things like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, sounds good. This is going to help a lot. I can do it. I just want you to know that um, because you are not alone. I've heard this actually multiple times. And I know for my own personal experience, I felt this way too. And I think the problem is, is that with all the competing demands, we just sort of get stuck in people demanding stuff of us. So then we become reactors. Um, And when we start leading ourselves, that's when everything starts changing. For one thing, we think that people are going to notice more than they do. Like, you know, me having like, I went from two times a, um, a month during the week to four and not many people have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> my finances haven't changed. You know, my RVs haven't because what happened is, is that I spent that time working on myself. So I'm more efficient in clinic, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, so you're not like wish spending time wish, wishing you weren't there in clinic. You're yeah. getting it done while you're in clinic. Yeah. Yeah. makes total sense. Yeah. It really does. It's making yourself healthier because what happens is that I don't have a lot of squander time anymore because, you know, when I'm in clinic, I'm much more focused because some of those days that I took to myself, I I sat in reflection of like, how can I make my day a little bit better? Because, you know, like my, my problem was like, I feel like work is taking over. How do I stop letting work take over? Which my request Mm -hmm. is like, maybe I can be more in control of this. And then my ultimate desire is I don't want to spend my time a slave to work. 
you know, I want to have more intentional time. I want to be the leader of my life. Um, and that's how I worked through that exercise. Um, and by taking those times of, of reflection, because the, these days, these growth days are exactly, you know, what, um, what the title means, which is dealing with your physical and mental growth. Um, you know, spending time for yourself, spending time making things better um, and going more from turning into the worker bee, could have been a worker bee before, doesn't mean you have to be it tomorrow. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's where it's, you know, de-identifying it. Um, It's looking back at how you acted in the past and recognizing that you can change it in the future. Like, oh, isn't that interesting how I would kind of fall into this old pattern? But I actually don't have to fall into this old pattern anymore. It's just something that was comfortable to me, but I'm ready to be a little uncomfortable because I have a greater desire at heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I would used to kind of fall into the trap of a, like the thought of a growth day as an administrative day. <laughs> and I don't know, I think there are two different things. I mean, maybe you could do half and half or you can do whatever, but like part of that is really not necessarily like, oh, I'll I'll catch up on my paperwork on this day that I'm off, you know, and then it turns into, well, oh, it turns out I'm working that day. (laughs) Or if you're around the office, then you end up getting sucked into answering a bunch of questions um, and really not ever achieving the what you were trying to do mm-hmm. yeah that's your bed and so that is trusting yourself to determine what you do because when I, my first couple of growth days were usually like half days getting stuff done and the other half doing what I want and because really the first thing that I had to do was stop the treadmill mm-hmm. um yeah I was not as yeah. intentional at first I just had to stop the onslaught that kept me in a reactive mode um yes and stop the treadmill <laughs> It's going to be too much stress if you decide, like, I'm just going to drop everything right now and not do anything. I mean, that's not going to be relaxed. It wouldn't be relaxing to me. I'm like, well, all I'll do is just exactly what you said, squander your time. And so I think it's being intentional about that. Um, And so I would actually like write a schedule out. Um, And I I didn't like, and I did it out of curiosity. I didn't do it out of like fixation thing. Um, So I remember like one of my very first ones, which is I want to walk for 30 minutes. So I put that on there. I was like, I've got like, you know, a few notes I need to do. I'm going to do that for an hour. Um, and so I'm going to do my notes for an hour and then I'm going to walk for 30 minutes. Um, and so when it came down to like do my notes, my notes actually took me an hour and a half. So that was another thing. I just started like, how long does do things take me? So then I can be a little bit more realistic about planning my schedule. But I did okay. an hour and a half notes because I was like, after an hour, I'm like, oh, I'm almost finished. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to finish them and then I'll go for a walk. But I kept that as a goal that I wanted to do. So even though I didn't necessarily adhere to the schedule, I had a schedule in place. And that goes back to Eisenhower's. They said that he said that um, plans are useless, but planning is essential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, so, but I was intentional about what I wanted to do. So I did work because it would have been more stressful for me not to. Um, but I also was very clear about what I wanted to accomplish that day. And it helped. Gotcha. All right, cool. Yeah, that, that makes, that's really helpful. Thank you. And I would encourage you, you know, like I said, to, to print out that monthly thing and then just experiment them and feel free on, on room one to kind of post things too. Like if you post your models and post your struggles, um, there's something really helpful about sharing your struggles to the world and people coming back say, oh, me too. And then you start, that's where the isolation goes away. When you start to realize, oh, you know what? Like a lot of people have this. 
And, you know, you can get some information for them, but they can get some information from you. And so you, um, what helps with battling isolation is not just to be receiving information, but also to giving it to, um, but not to be relying on that too, because like I said, social media is kind of a strange place, but there's certainly some <laughs> safe places like you know, room one and such like that and common thread, safe places where you can share some of these thoughts and realize you're not alone. Cause I think that the one thing is when we stop feeling like we're alone, that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Best mom ever. Uh, <laughs> that was the first thought that came to my mind and it, I'm even more convinced of it now. Okay. Yeah. We, we, he wasn't too, only a little bit of screaming <laughs> out of joy. Yeah. He, no cries. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's a good kid. <laughs> As you look back and build evidence for yourself, you're better than you were a year ago. You've invested yourself with coaching and you just spent an hour intentionally creating a better life for yourself. So you already, like, if you look back, you're already doing all these things. You just didn't notice it. <laughs> That's true. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.